And I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but basically, you know, we're trying something new. And I'm trying to grow my hair out to do that. And this is probably like the longest I've taken from not getting a cut since since pandemic. Since pandemic. Um, so I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. It's going to be weird getting a new like type of haircut just from like how long it takes to get your haircut. And I don't know. That's just like a random thing. But I, I like this stuff like it's like a month out, out, you know what I'm saying? It's a month out. So it's like really crazy to me. Cause I was like, man, let me go ahead and book it. Cause I don't want to forget, you know, but I'm just, I'm just curious, man. How, how far out do y'all book y'all appointments you know if if y'all barbers take appointments i'm just i'm just curious but um yeah man let's get right into it man welcome back to the why i'm geek show man this is episode 28 episode 28 man and this we almost a 30 we almost to 30 and that's that's super dope um a lot of news this week and you know hopefully Hopefully you guys enjoy just like the podcast in general. We're making a little bit of changes, trying to update things, keep on growing and progressing, elevating this joint. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, this episode is called Billionaire Dreams and we're going to actually, you know, get into why I named it that right now. So let's get right into the news. All right, so first things first, man. Crunchyroll just got bought out or acquired. I don't know what the, you know, exact terminology is, but basically Funimation bought that joint. So if y'all don't know, I usually use Crunchyroll for everything that I do. Like everything I watch, I watch on Crunchyroll. So it's going to be like probably like a transition period. Um, but it just got announced today and it's not so much the announcement that like it got bought because I can see that happening um, Just because the Funimation is freaking gigantic, you know uh, but also It's crazy because I just started seeing like more Funimation streams on Twitch as well So I'm assuming like they're partnered in some way, you know, but to, to see that like in the last like week and then it transitioned into you know them acquiring Crunchyroll um, it's like it's like a crazy dynamic of like what you know how that actually like happened you know because I was just like dang I just noticed this and now this happened you know and it's not so much that uh, they bought it you know but it's the fact for how much bro they bought that jump for a billy bro a billy like a million plus i mean a billion plus like and i was like dang i was like bro i ain't never seen like or at least paid attention to like you know it, it being like a billion dollar buyout like that's crazy bro and i wonder like because i know funimation had like an app and um but i i didn't know what they had exclusively on there like because i feel like it was more of a um HBO type of deal instead of like you know how Netflix got a little bit of everything whereas I thought Funimation was more like you know the the more uh, specific you know animes and shows like how you got Disney Plus having all of their 
properties on just Disney Plus and it's some other places too but you know um, Sony actually acquired it and I was like dang I didn't even know Sony was Funimation and it's just like you never like I guess you would know if you was paying attention to it but I just started paying attention hey Snugs thanks for the biddies man I appreciate that what's goody just a test keep on grinding <laughs> I appreciate that bro Hey, a thousand freaking biddies. But yeah, like, that's crazy. They bought that joint for a billion freaking dollars. Like, I ain't even know. Cause I know, I was like, yo, for them to purchase Crunchyroll, like, Crunchyroll been popping. You know what I'm saying? It's been popping. Usually it's like when you see an acquisition like this, it's in the earlier stages. Like, they're just starting to pop. But Crunchyroll been popping. So, you know. They put their money where their mouth is, and it's it's crazy. And the next thing um, that was in the news not too long ago was that Rihanna became a billionaire, you know? And that's wild, too, because it's like, dang. We have seen Rihanna since she was, like, young. like, And to see all the stuff that she's doing from the movies to the, you know, fashion to the makeup, like, all that stuff. Now she worth a billy, bruh. A freaking billion. I can't even fathom what that even, like, is, bro. Like, you know? Like, it's just, like, a big old number. It's crazy. Um, And then I was just like, bro, that's two billies in one week. And I don't even know. I, I feel like I saw the round of thing like, this week, but it was after the podcast, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But, you know, I'm talking about it now because that's crazy, bro. That's freaking crazy. That's lit. Um, and then the next piece of news that I want to talk to you guys about is some Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order stuff. So EA has announced that, you know, they are going to be more Jedi games, basically. Um, I don't know if it'll be a direct sequel. They haven't, you know, announced that specifically, but y'all know me. I love Star Wars and I loved Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and I can see them, you know, just taking... What they did in that game and bringing that to the whole Star Wars universe, um, because there's so many like untold stories from Jedi that uh, were either in the comics or um, on screen that you know we haven't really got a chance to look at. You know, and even um, the the Jedi games that have come out, like the like the uh, Star Wars Unleashed, it's always been like you know a random person you know what i'm saying so it's like like star killer is a is a is a dope freaking like i think it i think that game was way ahead of his time honestly but to find out that they're actually going to go forward with it because i wasn't sure you know what i'm saying i wasn't sure the ending of it didn't necessarily lead us to believe like yes there's definitely going to be a sequel but i had high hopes for it because they didn't um they also didn't end it you know directly saying like this is it this is all we're gonna do because that game was that game was dope like it crashed when you went to different environments sometimes but i was on ps4 um but you know the game itself was an amazing experience and i'm probably gonna end up playing it again on um ps5 just to see what that's like but that'll probably be later down the road but i thought that was dope that they announced that um, and then as far as like everything that we got going on, so 
you've been noticing, you know, over the last few weeks, we have been um, kind of rebranding. We officially like rebranded um, the network. So like the growth network, that's just going to be um, all the media and stuff and production stuff that I do. Um, not only just for my stuff, but hopefully for future, like other people's stuff as well. Um, it'll be housed there. And I've been really just trying to create a feel, bro. Create a feel. And um, it's hard to kind of explain what I'm doing, but it's like I'm refocusing everything and all the content that um, I'm producing. What's good, Shamar? Uh, appreciate you coming through once again on the stream. Um, but yeah, like. We got new goals and new dreams, man. And I, for the first time, like, I said it and I said it, like, out loud, but it was in a tweet, you know, um, was that I want my own show one day, right? And that's dangerous, bro. That's dangerous, letting people know what you want, you know, because um, we're just going through news right now. But, you know, it's dangerous, like, letting people know, like, what your dreams aspirations is because once you let them know then they have free range to shoot it down and say like you know you can't do this you can't do that um but surprisingly i got a lot of good feedback from that tweet you know um i can't really express or explain like what it exactly looks like but i just know i want like a fully like syndicated show one day um where like because if you really think about like what i'm doing right now this podcast is a show you know what i'm saying and every episode that i do of you know the g files or um just not to explain since they react those could all be considered episodes and shows right so i and i even label it as that you know on my platforms and stuff um but like I want something like that is like nationally like I mean it's like this is global already you know what I'm saying this is global already so it's it's a kind of a crazy thing but you know like I wanted to get to the point where it's not just me doing everything I want to have production I want to have like a set like I just like that's what's that's what's been in my brain recently after, you know, creating content and stuff like that. And I think we'll get there. You know what I'm saying? I think we'll get there one day. Ain't no necessarily like a timetable what that had what that will be. But, you know, I'm just seeing it more and more of uh, you know, creators getting opportunities. And I just think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? I think that's dope. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the news for this week, man. Let's get into the weekly recap. So, this week, man, first things first, we got to talk Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad, to be specific, bro. Um, I'm literally dropping a review this week. So, by the time that you're hearing this, it already came out. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit on the podcast. Not so much like a review of the actual movie, but um, I wanted to talk about DCU as a whole, right? Um, for me, I think that The Suicide Squad is a really good movie it's one of the best movies that we done had since like the old you know batman movies from back in the day 
Um, I think it's way better than the Justice League. Uh, just because, like, it was a complete story. It was easy to understand. And, like, I really, really believe that the villains saved the DC EU. Like, they saved it, bro. They saved it. Not in the sense of, like, yo, if these movies weren't good, like, you know, DC Comics was going to freaking scrap everything that, you know, they have come to make over the years. But I'm saying in the sense of, like, the people, right? Because at this point, the Justice League and all the heroes are not necessarily in the best standing because of the way they tried to, you know, um, or not even tried, but just because of the way they have, like, ordered the movies and the direction that they chose to go um, because, you know, the, the golden child, like, the, the, the person or... Um, the concept that, you know, has literally paved the way for all these superhero movies and showed them, like, how people really like it is the MCU. You know, they've been able to sit back and watch that over time. And I think that, you know, they took their crack at that with the Justice League, Marvel, I mean, um, uh, Superman versus Batman, you know, Wonder Woman, um, Batman's supposed to get his movie, but I don't know if they're going to do it anymore. But, like, just because of the way that they um, went about just, just releasing movies. Because they, they have good movies. Like, you know, I like the Aquaman movie. But, you know, the way that they have introduced these characters, it's going to be really difficult for them to make it all work together, you know. And I think one thing they got going from them is the villains right now the villains movies are really good um from you know the joker to uh the suicide squad even the first suicide squad was all right you know um but they really got you know some very very key um pieces one being harley quinn or um uh, what's her name? Margaret. Um, she is like their Iron Man to me. Like Harley Quinn is their Iron Man right now because everything that, you know, Harley Quinn is in, um, she does amazing. Like she makes that movie. She's the star every single time. And I really feel like, you know, without that, it's really, it's looking real bad for them right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Other than the villains, like, the heroes is, like, it's, it's down bad. Not from, like, you know, just what they can do, but of, like, just the situation that they're in. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, like, they've had, they've had great characters in the past, you know, like, like a Heath Ledger, you know, like, they've had great, um, Batman movies before, you know, but what they're doing now is, it's, it's just all out of order and it's hard to really, um, digest like with, um, the, the MCU, you know, you can go back and literally watch everything in order. They planned it out. Even the movies that they didn't plan out still work within it. You know, they can stand alone and live alone. Um, in that sense, and and uh, another example of that is uh, Star Wars. You know, we got the the solo movie 
um that's my favorite star wars movie like of the of the recent years i know it's not everybody's favorite but at least for me that's it i'm not really fan of the last um trilogy like that but i can appreciate you know being able to go from one to nine like and it being working like that and for you know dc to have all these examples it sucks it sucks that we're in this situation um especially with the heroes but whenever we get a win with like the suicide squad you know and, and harley quinn it's hopeful it gives me hope you know what I'm saying? And even the, you know, DCEU and MCU crossovers from the actors and um, even the directors and stuff like that. When you got like James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they brought them him over to do um, the Suicide Squad. And he did a great job, bro. He did a great freaking movie. And we need to see more of that. You know what I'm saying? We need to see more of that. And then, you know, you got... Um, actors like it just oh but like i'm gonna do I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like a whole graphic of people that um were not only in marvel in the mcu but also in the dce and see how that matches up because i think that's really cool like how they can flip-flop and uh one thing i think is smart now is that you know they're not holding people to these like really long contracts um especially like the big characters because it allows them more freedom to do stuff and i'm sure i'm sure like you know everybody's still um adjusting and, and getting back into the flow of things with coming out of the pan pandemic and stuff what's going on team i know you guys are enjoying the video right now but i want to let you guys know that not only are we making videos like this every day monday through friday here on youtube but we're streaming on twitch we're having these conversations i want to see you guys in the chat so we can talk about all this stuff live man we got a dope community over there and i would love you guys to join so check out the twitch stream twitch.tv slash donato sensei link is in the description yeah and i'll see y'all in the chat back to the video I know it's, I know it's like, even, like, bro, this is one thing I gotta talk about, too. Like, HBO is kind of killing the theaters, um, again. All right, Shamar, that's a bit. Um, but, yeah, like, HBO is kind of killing the theaters, again, because of the box office tickets and reports and stuff like that. Like, um, I really think that, you know, when... A lot of these movies was probably in production and stuff. And when they made these deals to put these movies on HBO um, at the same time, it was like insurance against like people being able to go and see it. Because at the time, movie theaters wasn't open, you know. So I think like over probably like the next year, it's still going to like the box office, um, you know, prices or not prices, but like revenue is going to be down. It's going to be down because they're offering to show the movie literally like the same time as the actual movie in theaters. Now, if they had waited and um, maybe like, you know, the weekend or, or a week for it to um, come out on HBO, then that would be a little bit different. Or you can go the route of Disney where they got the premium access where you got to pay like an extra $30 to see it. On Disney Plus, but it still releases the same thing. And that's the whole issue that they had with that like we talked about last week with Black Widow. You know, um, these movies that are 
having these deals where they're releasing um, online and then also in theaters, a lot of times are going to have lower box lower box scores because of you know people not wanting to go to the theater. They can watch it at home. Why would they go spend more money when they're already paying for a subscription service? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a, a bigger discussion that we can have later on. But um, it's something that I've noticed over the like past few movies. Um, but there's no real like issues with the actual movies themselves. But it just looks bad when you know they don't make as much as they was expecting to make um, because of the HBO deals. And it's not just I, I I don't think it's just HBO, but that's just one I'm constantly seeing because hbo is like that bro like, hbo got everything and um it was just it was just really interesting to see the next up we got tokyo revengers so tokyo revengers um we're getting to a, a, a critical point in the show because you know like i was saying last week and, I, and i've talked about it in videos in the past um since the show has started you know they have been building up two characters that being mikey and the other being kasaki in two different ways um mikey we've seen constant and consistent um examples of you know his greatness um not only it's just like from the feats that he does but his greatness as like a person and, and stuff like that as you know him being a quote-unquote good guy because they're all delinquents right and i know this is a hard switch in the anime but roll with me <laughs> um like and then you got Kasaki, you know, who is like the Lex Luthor behind the scenes. I'm running things, what you'll never know type of vibe. And we just hear a whole lot of conversations about how dangerous this guy is. Right. And we're hitting the point where it's like, OK, Mike is now going to have to make a choice. You know what I'm saying? In this next episode, when the brawl happens um, now, I think that like. I think that Tokyo Revengers is going to be um, a good show regardless because of just the lack, like all the episodes, honestly, like they're all really good. But I think this is one, this one is going to make a break the series because this is like every, a lot of episodes been life or death, but this next one is definitely life or death. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, Takamichi is going to have to pull off some freaking magic, bro. Some magic because... I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna be able to stop Mikey, bro. At this point, and if 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 Baji ends up dying, I don't know how they're gonna stop it. If I'm being real, I think that um, Takemichi is gonna end up having to sacrifice himself in the end. I don't know if that's facts, but like, it seems to me like that's the only that's gonna be the only way. I don't know how that will happen, but that would be the only way that. You know, everybody else gets to live the life that, you know, he wants them to live and be happy and stuff like that. You know, even even um, even Hinata, like, I think he's going to have to sacrifice himself because he's just been watching everybody else get murdered or get hurt at this point. And he's been trying to t trying to help, but he still can't fight. You know, he, he rapped to us like he was good at fighting, but he's really not. Um and then next up, let's talk some Star Wars. So, um, Star Wars, freaking the Bad Batch, bro. The Bad Batch. We're in the finale stages. We got part one of the finale this week. And um, 
it was a visually like stunning episode i always love uh seeing camino just because it's such an interesting place um you got this huge planet but it's surrounded by freaking water and it's constantly raining and it's just like a crazy environment to be in and you know we got to see parts of um camino that we haven't seen before you know we got to see uh, where the bad batch was made at before you know they transitioned into being um soldiers even omega you know um and we're in a freaking pickle bro they destroyed camino and now we gotta see how they're gonna make it out i don't know who about to come pick them up but somebody gotta come pick them up it's probably gonna be rex um but i can't call it right now i could just tell you like Star Wars finales are always good. I feel like the show has still been pretty mid uh, up until this point because, you know, if they're not going to go on crazy missions, like, like the missions that they have been on, they haven't really need needed to like use their specific sets of skill to um, get out of every situation. It's pretty kind of consistent, you know, of them just getting in trouble but then getting out of it you know and the characters that they brought along like Sid and um you know uh who else that's pretty much it Sid and Rex you know they've had different cameos um from you know uh what's your name uh from Rebels ah I can't think of it right now uh Zendula Zendula Captain Zendula as a kid that was cool you know um, and then we saw Gregor in the last episode, like they have some, have some good cameo, cameo, not in the last episode before that, they've had some good cameos, um, throughout, but I think they relied too much on that. And instead of, you know, diving deep of what makes the Bad Batch different and how that's going to translate to the clones and, and how, um, the empire gets set up. But I think we'll get more into that in the next episode, um, I think I was kind of like too ambitious for what the show could be unless it goes multiple seasons. Um, but, you know, that's just those are just my expectations, Brian. And they I can't say they haven't been met specifically, but they have at least been surpassed. You know what I'm saying? And it's just been it's just been steady. Like it's just been steady. That's why I call it. That's why I say it's mid right now. But the finale, the finale so far is lit. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty lit. Um, next up, we got the filler arc. It's the last thing that we do. Let's get into it. So, first things first, man. Olympics, right? Olympics been going on uh, for the last few weeks, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know when it started and when it I know it's like officially over now, I think, uh, like all the medal, gold medal ceremonies is going on. Um, but, you know, y'all know me, basketball is my favorite sport. So Team USA did end up winning on both sides, women and men. And um, that was dope, especially on the men's side, just because this was a team that wasn't the best of the best in the NBA. They had one of the best players, obviously, in Kevin Durant. And um, Damian Lillard, and, and, and they have some heavy hitters. You know, they got the, the newest champions of, uh, you know, um, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton that joined later, and Devin Booker also joined. And you know, they did what they're supposed to do, right? It looked real sketchy at first, but once they found their groove, 
You know what I'm saying? Like they did what they had to do, and I'm 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 happy that they won because it makes KD look even better. Because everybody, man, everybody was hating on him at first. You know what I'm saying? I'm a KD fan. That's my man's. So to see that was dope. But the real story in the NBA is these free agencies, bro. The free agencies, or the free agency this summer has been crazy. Like my Wizards really came up like i thought they didn't know what they was doing you know but i think they i think they have definitely had like a a good turnaround for the summer um we got a lot of good veteran players and we still got young players like we still got those um not only just from the draft but from trades as well and i think that we did well i think that they did i said we like i made the trade i think that they did a really good job um for you know what what they have we still have a 80 million dollar liability in the laser but um i think you know getting you know solid point guards uh when being dinwiddie and then backup being aaron holiday um because we know dinwiddie just came off an injury um i think we're looking really good like i'm not saying we're gonna go straight to the finals but you know if if the chemistry is there i think this can be we can be like a four four seed that's saying a lot but I think I think we can do that. It's just like the getting that winning culture in there, you know. And with a new coach, I, I know it's gonna be I know it's gonna be tough, bro. I know it's gonna be tough. But we got the players now, you know. We got we got a good amount of players. Um, it's going to be very competitive, like from as a team standpoint, you know, because this they got multiple people for every position, you know what I'm saying. And then we still got like rookies, like. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And then seeing what the Lakers been doing, they've been picking up everybody. I don't see why they're getting so much hate from, like, just an age standpoint. Um, because we all know, you know, what they needed. And they got what they needed. Not everything um, went as expected. I had figured that, you know, Damon Lillard was going to find his way to the Lakers somehow. But I knew it was either going to be him or Russ. And Russ was... The more likely candidate um just because you know the wizards are in the east and they wouldn't the portland wouldn't want to make the the lakers better because they're in the same conference that wouldn't really make that much sense um but you know it was a five team trade and it was a crazy freaking trade um now we got summer league you know and, and young is just balling out young is definitely balling out Jalen green k cunningham even freaking jello ball like uh like Jello went, Jello went crazy first game, and then second game, you know he 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 played good. But I'm I'm assuming that he's gonna make the team for the story standpoint of it. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know you know MJ loved loved the Ball family, he loved them. So you know that was that was a dope thing to see to see. I think he definitely belongs on the team. I don't know what kind of role he's gonna have, um, but you know I just think that's that's pretty dope. And then, as far as, like, gaming, um, I finished up Spider-Man this week. We're going to start God of War on PS5 um, sometime this week, probably tomorrow. So, if you want to tune into that, definitely do that. Um, we're going to be here on stream, you know, 1030. That's when we usually uh, start the stream, at least around then. Um, I know I was a little late today, but, you know, twitch.tv slash Sensei. That's where you can find me streaming Monday through Friday. Uh, and then we also... You know, we got Kenna coming up. So after God of War, hopefully Kenna will be out 
buy then and then we can play that and get some new experiences i'm just super excited because we've really been in a gaming drought bro like honestly like yes games have been coming out but it's been the same game like i'm tired of the battle royales bro honestly um i'm just looking for new experiences that's why i'm more into the story games right now and then i'm going to you know transition still have like some type of shooter uh content that's why i've still been playing destiny just because i love destiny but yeah man we need we need some some new stuff and a lot of games are getting delayed till next year um so that's sad you know but all we can look toward is to the future man and um yeah that's pretty much it so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the why i'm geek show man i'm super excited for us to not only hit 30 but just to hit like 100 you know i can't wait to see where this podcast goes appreciate everybody that came through um to the podcast we do this live on twitch so if you're not following the twitch stream like i said go ahead and do that twitch.tv slash janato sensei um this will be live on youtube as well on wednesday and, and hit the follow button or hit that follow button subscribe you know whatever you're listening to you know what I'm saying? Join the community. Um, follow us on Instagram at why I'm geeked. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. So I'm going to head up out of here, man. Hope you guys enjoyed. Y'all be easy. Y'all know the vibes. Always keep growing. Keep going. This me, your boy G. I'm gone. Peace. Dang, I know they like that video, bro. That's crazy. I can't wait to see the comments. Whoa, what are you, what are you still doing here? Well, since you're here, you might as well hit that like button, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, because if you didn't, what are we really here for? If, you, if you're still here at this point, you probably still want to know and talk more about it. So come through on the Twitch stream, man. Twitch.tv slash Donato Sensei. I want to see you in the chat. Let me know you came from YouTube and we could talk about today's video. Discuss anime, movies, films. Y'all already know what it is, bro. Wait, that's still not it? Oh, I know what it is. You was wondering about this drip right here. Well, you can check that out on IG, Growth Apparel. That's Growth Apparel, G-R-W-T-H. It's on the screen right now. So go copy with T, man. I'm going to see y'all in chat. I'm going to see y'all in these comments. I appreciate y'all once again. Y'all already know I rocks with you, bro. Let me, I'm out of here. You still here? Ah, oh, y'all gang.